welcome to the Vampire Castle, the only podcast with that name where I, Jamie Peck, and I, Leslie Lee the Third, talk about actually existing vampires. That's right, folks. They're real and they're sexy. They are. We, <laughs> we are joined today by our esteemed guest, Tanya Turner of the Trill Bully Workers Party. How you doing, Tanya? Hey, I'm good. I'm feeling like a vampire today. It feels great. Hell yeah. <laughs> so I guess pride is technically over, but you know, it's never it's never a bad time for pride, in my opinion. And to that end, we will be discussing not one, but two extremely sapphic vampire <laughs> movies, also extremely 70s. Uh, I mean, I assume they're both 70s. I have not even looked this up. Yes, yes, yeah, they're both they 70s. Look, they have a very 70s vibe, oh, which yeah. is, uh, I mean, it makes sense that vampires would be queer. Right, because can you imagine being straight for all eternity? It would be so boring. <laughs> I say that as someone who's kind of straight, only I'm lying. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think vampires are always very queer. That's my biggest disappointment in the Blade universe, is that Blade wasn't more gay. <laughs> he could have been way more gay. Well, he doesn't want to be a vampire. That's the thing. Oh, He's fighting right, okay. against... He, yeah. he doesn't want to be a vampire. He hates vampires. You're right. So technically, right. In, in all reality, sadly... So, he's probably yeah, he's pretty, pretty homo. Him. He's probably pretty homophobic. If I'm being he's honest, yeah, <laughs> it's all internalized. He's an internalized homophobic, internalized like against his whole vampire. He's a self-hating part vampire, part human. I don't know. Reminds me really of the episode I did on Obama's book. If you want me to be honest, with are you, you calling Blade Obama? That's the most fucked up thing I've ever heard, Jamie. <laughs> well, like, <laughs> that's but, like, so good. messed up. Like, what if Obama wow. book good? Wow, he is a radical. Okay, a absolute radical. I can't believe you would say something like that. All I right, can't. I take it back. I can't. I mean, only only in that wow. one aspect, the aspect <laughs> where he kind of hates himself. But vampires in this, it's it's easy to forget. It's hard to remember that the vampires in Blade are bad because I love vampires so much. Yeah, because I just fell in love with them all over again watching these two movies. Yeah, yeah I was happy because our last episode we did Salem's Lot, and you were pretty unhappy because the vampires in that are just like critters. Yeah. <laughs> just like animals that go around and eat things. And these vampires are some very, very, very sexy. Some of the sexiest vampires of all time, possibly. Oh, for sure. Oh, love that. Yeah, I, I'm not an expert on vampires, but I will say I'll be the resident expert of the three of us on lesbians for this episode. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> but so, yeah, they were super hot. <laughs> I like how the themes of both of these movies are just that men are like useless and dumb. Totally. I love that <laughs> in one of them, um, they target men because they want to kill them. But in the other one, they target women because like she, the, the original vampire targets women because she wants to love them. Like she loves them. Yeah. I mean, I gotta say a lot of those girls died so maybe with she love was like this with them <laughs> <laughs> like this, that's one thing like i am much more sympathetic i will say to the lesbian vampires that kill men than the ones that kill young girls and don't even turn yeah. them well yeah. so 1970s the vampire lovers and 1974s vampires v-a-m-p-y 
R-E-S. Two classics of horror slash kind of kiki exploitation cinema. The Vampire Lovers is a little bit more tame, but I think at the time it was still a little, a little bit sensational. Vampires is almost, almost, almost a little bit softcore for, for the time, but both, you know, very solid horror movies as well, both titillating and with like some really great uh, effects, some pretty decent storytelling, great like a uh, camera work and cinematography. Both these films look really fantastic. So I'm really happy I got to watch these movies. It was actually a real joy to see like, oh, wow, a big production period piece. That's also a vampire movie, a slasher film that still is that's set in the moors and looks beautiful. I like seeing that stuff. Hell yeah. yeah it I also gorgeous. I also like any movie that's set in the olden times, but is actually set in the 70s. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, Leslie and I were talking about this earlier about how it's so it's so many layers of a 70s film as a period piece. <laughs> Just the layers are in. <laughs> it's like, what if Downton Abbey, but also in the 70s? Yeah, so the vampire uh, lover is the, which is actually less a horror movie is i mean less what we think of as a horror movie it's like gothic horror which is like half just people brooding and being romantic with each other but the people brooding in this one are vampires the vampire camilla who is actually um her origin predates uh bram stoker's dracula uh written by sheridan la fanu uh you can read that story for free uh uh pretty decent story about this sapphic uh vampire uh romance and this is a, a loose adaptation of it and i think you know i i hadn't watched this movie before but those first Six minutes might be the best first six minutes of any horror movie I've seen because it starts like most of these Hammer Dracula movies with an uh, old guy trying to get revenge for his daughter or something. And then it goes on and then like the vampire is so creepy looking like the effect on the like the sheets like covering the vampire. The shrouds. The, yeah, shroud the shroud and the gray and the mist. Still don't really know what's up with the shrouds logistically, but that's all right. <laughs> yeah. You don't know. It doesn't quite make sense. Apparently, the vampire needs this shroud to sleep, but it already had a shroud on. I guess yeah, it needs it another like one. A shroud. It's a little confusing, but it, it, I do love the like um, village aspect of it too. Like it creeps into the village to take another. You know, the whole first few minutes um, lay out this whole like village graveyard scene. And then, of course, the, that opening culminates with a big beheading. Decapitations. Oh, my God. <laughs> the sickest decapitations I've ever seen. Hair. I know. I was just like, whoa. Oh. She deserves I mean, better. I mean, we should say before that, the shot before it is, you know, this very, you know, salacious but loving pan up of this woman's body. And she's, you can see her nude and her garments. And then it pulls up. And you're still expecting it to be a monster and fucked up when it pulls up. But actually, when it pulls up, it's like the most beautiful woman you've ever seen. And mm-hmm. innocent looking. And you're like, whoa. And you feel like the same thing that this vampire hunter feels that hesitation. Like, what the fuck is going like, on? Can't oh, I- no. She's hot. What do I yes. do? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and she even leads, like, he even forgets. For for a second what he's supposed to be doing he she leans lighter, in yeah. to like be sexy with him and it's only when his crucifix burns her bare breast and she uh-huh. kind of recoils and goes 
that he's like, oh, yeah, I'm supposed to cut her head off. Oh, and she does such a great acting job for such a beautiful woman. She immediately like becomes like a freaky weirdo in, in a heartbeat. It's so good. How dare her be hot and talented? Yes. Oh, <laughs> Unacceptable. So it starts off with that really brutal kill, but that's actually not what the movie is. This is more of a traditional Dracula story, except the vampire is a woman uh, in this. So she's the one stalking uh, the young um, female victims, the young uh, Mina Murray's and uh, Lisa Harker's out there. And it just kind of twisted a little bit, but I actually found it pretty damn engaging even though it wasn't as exciting as that opening i i was pretty entertained for most of it and i thought it had a pretty decent plot where she kills one girl immediately so at least you get one another kill early on and then she moves on to another town and another victim yeah i'm so glad to hear you say that because i watched them both yesterday too and i'd already seen loads the vampire lovers and liked it when i saw it that's why i recommended it but then after i watched the other one, I thought it was way more exciting. And so when I rewatched it, I was like, damn, I'm such, I should have, they probably thought this was so boring. <laughs> <laughs> they are both exciting in their own way. And it is very, very lesbian for this movie to be so much about feelings and relationships. Oh, yeah. And it just slowed, just nice and slow. Yeah. Lots of just like soft talking god we hate it <laughs> it was very stereotypical but yeah she um she basically ends up taking every woman that she encounters under her you know powers she's a real woman eater oh yeah. is there is there like a technical term for that in the lesbian community <laughs> uh i don't know a stud maybe <laughs> yeah she's a stud oh you just drink the blood of one girl and on to the next a shane oh oh she is a total shane oh my yeah. god fucking carmila so but it's hard not to like her because she is really hot and enchanting yeah, and she ends up. I I also like the little detail of her taking a different name every time she like gets to a new family. Did y'all catch that? Yeah, she had all these different names. I thought that was pretty clever too. It's like that's another way to switch it up if you're going to live for thousands of years. But <laughs> and, you only change it a little bit. Yeah, and everyone's yeah. like, oh, this is a new person. Yeah. Oh, I guess at the end it does. They're like. He's like, Carmela, like, Mark, <laughs> they're all like, they all yell out their different names <laughs> when they realize it's all the same. <laughs> we love the drama. <laughs> Classic Chad move. Classic Shane. Classic Shane. So let's see what happens in the beginning. I guess the Countess, who disappears and is never really heard from again introduces her daughter at the ball there's some kind of fancy ball going on with the aristocrats and it's funny to me because i mean i guess people would go around with their daughters when their daughters were adults already back in the day but it's funny to me to see all these daughters living with their parents who are clearly like in their 30s and very grown up well you're either you know in this time you're either a daughter or a wife if yeah. you're not a wife, then you're still a daughter. Yeah. <laughs> There's no in between. <laughs> there is nothing else. Yeah. That's it. She could be my daughter if she wanted to be. Yeah. <laughs> my sugar baby. 
So the thing about the Countess, and as well as the Count, who we see just creeping around, this crowd Dracula-looking motherfucker, oh, is this yeah. is actually a part of a trilogy uh, that all that I think all, all released in 1971. So this is only the first part, so that's why we see those characters, because they show up in the later movies and are the villains oh. of the later movies. That makes sense. I yeah, I just kind of... One. I just kind of ignored that guy because I'm like, whatever, this is a woman's movie. <laughs> yeah, he was such a creep. And I was like, what is the point of him here? He has no point in this. I almost felt at one point that they were trying to give him credit for her dirty deeds. Mm-hmm. I was like, get him out of here. He has nothing to do with any of this. Yeah, that's why I thought at first. But then you just realize that's like her uncle just like checking out how she's doing. You know, he's not really the bad guy yet. He's the bad guy in the next movie. She she, she has her own thing going on. He's just like giving her a little bit of uncle magic from the sidelines. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. Let's keep it in the family. So. All right. So she's like feeding on this first young girl and she keeps the girl keeps having nightmares about a huge cat choking her. Which seems, you know, a little on the, on the nose, nose, perhaps. <laughs> Fine. And then another theme of these vampire movies is that the women really get gaslit a lot. Nobody ever fucking believes them. Like, she's wasting away. She's having crazy dreams. And the doctor's like, oh, haha, she just needs to eat a sandwich. Yeah, she's just too focused on her figure. Body is weak. Mind is active, he said. <laughs> Was that the fir- is that what they said about the first one, right? The yeah. second doctor was actually good. He actually li- he actually listened to women and brought her as some garlic. Yeah, brought the garlic uh, flowers help. in. The garlic flowers became such a piece of the storyline. It was so bizarre. It's like these flowers are the only thing. Like the whole last ten minutes of the movie is just about these fucking flowers. There's a lot, a <laughs> yeah, lot going on there, and that's the Downton Abbeyness of it because it's like a bu- the butler and how they run their household oh, and yeah. how these old families lived. I, I mean, my partner and I watch a lot of Downton, and this is really like the middle part of this movie. Aside from the decapitation uh, and the uh, light lesbian sex uh, scenes, this is basically an episode of Downton Abbey with a little bit more extreme. Yeah. Someone's trying to get with someone but the family doesn't approve how you stop it you find out their past oh actually you know they have a history of you know hooking up with uh other young maidens and not committing to marriage uh, because they murdered them but you know alas alas very downton abbey ish plot yeah and that's not a bad thing i think downton abbey has very good plots I like it, too. Um, Yeah, I like how the butler at first, like, he knows she's a vampire at this point. He knows what's going on. He knows it's his job to protect this young daughter of the family and keep the garlic flowers around. But then all she has to do is make out with him a little. And whoops, he's on her side now. That's how she doesn't have to bite. Fuck nothing. She literally just like whispered in this motherfucker's ear. And he is like in trance and as soon as she gets what she wants from him oh just kidding i'm gonna drink your blood now was there even any sex in that one by 1970 standards (laughs) i I think so yes by 1971 no oh maybe with the babysitter does she like fuck the babysitter maybe i think it's implied that she does which is actually kind of messed up like she's trying to protect emma from her or she what what did she say? She's like, yeah, she's like trying to keep her away 
And then she is like, no, no, I'm going to fuck you now. And then she's like, she has right, control on your side. Yeah. Then she takes control of her. Yeah. She has um, the term, I believe, is P word control uh, over basically everyone <laughs> that she meets. Prince. Yes. Yes. So it's, Hashtag it's goals. <laughs> Truly. I'm not as hard on the butler because the butler was trying and he ends up at one point. He actually thinks that the babysitter, like the or, or nanny, the lady in waiting, is the vampress. And he's like, we got to kill her. But he's telling it to Carmela, who is actually a vampire. So it turns out he's actually kind of just a dumb guy yeah. who is very nice. Because you Shocker. think he's going to be the hero for a second. And then he's like, turns to the wrong person for help. <laughs> oh, I found where it is in my notes. So here's what happens with uh, the, the Peridot lady. Carmela gaslights young Emma about her bite marks, right? They're like, oh, this, it's she's, yeah, she's yeah. got these yeah. weird uh, <laughs> bite mark looking things on her neck. And she's like, oh, no, that's just a pin. I told her to be careful with it. That silly little cunt. <laughs> and then she, then she fucks her governess. Yeah. With another pin. She's like, here, I have a pin for you, too. Slabs it on her. So, nice. You know, I got to, you know, got to get it up. I might not agree with every decision she makes. Or everything she does in that movie, I feel like the young girls would have liked to stay alive to continue having love with her. But she's just trying to live. Do you think some of this underplot of, because what is her motive? She's not turning them and she's not really feasting on them either, necessarily. Is it like she stays young by taking their lives? I think she is drinking their blood for sure. Oh, okay. So she just, just hit it so well that you don't even notice. Okay. So we haven't gotten into it. So what type of vampire is this? And I think this is the traditional old school vampire, right? They bite people. Biting doesn't necessarily mean you turn them. You have to do something else if you want to turn them into a vampire. And they have to drink blood. They have to to feed on a regular basis. They're not like the Anne Rice vampires who can just, you know, go on and off if they really want to. Like, they have to keep feeding, keep moving around. And the townspeople start to notice that motherfuckers are showing up dead. So they they have, like, that built-in problem. So I think she was just moving on and feeding. But she she ended up liking... Um, I forget the girl's uh the girl in the, named the blonde hair girl, and then kind of Emma, and kind of wanted to like stay with her for she a little bit and to, keep, yeah take yeah her take back her to the with castle. her. She's like like she was the one, she was the one, she was going around. <laughs> she finally found the one who could tame her wild heart. And Emma, God love her, she I thought she was a pretty good actress too, but she literally looked like a porcelain doll. Yeah, it was strange. She, she didn't did look not even real. Look like a real person. Even her boobs, they were just like the most. They were like porcelain. Yeah, she looked wild. They might not have been real. The boobs. That's true. Yeah, I did. Um, yeah, I guess oh. in the seventies. I feel like that's <laughs> rare, but. <laughs> The 70s were really the golden age of tits. I feel like not a lot yeah. of fake titties in the 70s. Um, I know. Yeah, so there's even a part where she gets a little jealous because Emma's talking about Carl, oh, this yeah. hot guy who's like going around trying to help the young girls and maybe court them. And Carmela gets upset, which I really felt for her there. Such Emma a goes, move. So Emma did- goes... <laughs> Why should you be jealous? It's not the same thing. And I was like, oh, man, that's got to hurt. <sighs> See, I I felt that. I was actually on their side. I'm like, I think that for the time period, that's a reasonable combination. Like, look, 
I got to get a husband. I got to get married. We got to get some land. We got to get some income. Oh, of course, the thing with us, that's always going to be real. That's what we have. This is like work. Like marrying your husband. Yeah. Marrying a guy was like, that was pretty. I actually think it was pretty unreasonable for someone, especially Carmela, because she's been around for a while. She knows that like things weren't always like how they should be with equality yeah. for women. So I think she should have been a little bit more understanding. He is hot, though. He was hot. And, and you're so right that she was basically like, hey, I'm a daughter until I'm a wife. I got to like, I got to move up here. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. That's so true. I really didn't even read into that because I, I feel like a lot of their communication was so bizarre. <laughs> Emma, Emma was always just like, she just played the dumbest cutie. She's just like, what? <laughs> why don't you sit in the sun like there's so many red yeah. flags this chick is a fucking vampire I know, I know. and she's like uh it, i just don't really like it and she's like okay cool yeah just my goth i need to keep my goth look <laughs> story checks out yeah nothing sus about that and people are disappearing from the village and like i mean to these people's credit they do figure it out yeah they're like vampires are fucking back yeah like stop joking about that this ain't no fucking these are vampires yeah Yeah. that's around the same that's around the same time when she's like the sun why don't you sit in the sun where she gets furious about the funeral that was a weird piece too. oh yeah a funeral procession's going by of some some house girl she killed she ate up down the road <laughs> some like daughter yeah. um and she's furious that yeah. they're even having to interact with this funeral at all yeah. she's like don't make me look at that that's my ex she's in the rear view mirror highly relatable i thought it was also like the christianity of it i thought maybe it was like some christian hymn oh, that they were singing yeah. that would yeah. that would do it too yeah well she killed her so what can you do? She's like, you're going to die. I'm going to die. Everybody's going to die. Who cares? Why? I really like some of the lines. That was a really good line, actually. I really like that. Like That was big... one of the rare, like, scary parts where it's like, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What I like about villains from this movie is that they're just fucked up. Like, the vampires from this area are just, like, fucked up and mean and cruel to people. And they under, like, the, I feel like all the actors really understood the cruelty in being a vampire i I, uh, the dracula is like a bad guy who has to drink blood he also like takes pleasure in like abusing people and underlings i think carmilla gets a little bit of joy under from seducing and then murdering uh people who who uh learn to love and trust her oh for sure i like uh it seems like vampires can teleport in this movie too like what's up with that yeah where she disappears all the time oh yeah yeah and then in the end when they're like trying to kill her she just disappears and you're like where did she go oh she's sleeping in her grave now who knows how many miles away unseen maybe actually maybe i'm mixing this up with the other she could turn into a bat that could be her teleport that's how they teleport right often vampires turn into bats and i thought there was one scene where it showed a bat flying I think that's in the other movie. Okay, okay. I think, I think there's right. a lot of bats in the other movie. Yeah, there definitely were. Yeah, I think technically she turns into mist. It's not shown, oh, but I think you're supposed to kind of think she turns into or mist. a pussy cat. <laughs> <laughs> She's just cat now. <laughs> She's just turned it into a cat. 
Oh god, it's it's kind of like True Blood in that there's a lot of shit going on with these supernatural beings, and you're like trying to keep it all straight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I really liked when all the dudes showed up. Their outfits look sick. I know this is move. This was a movie for the ladies, but when all the dudes showed up in their Victorian Gothic finery, oh I was god. like, "Damn, these dudes look good." I they loved are- how hard she trolled them all. They were just like yeah. so mad, and he goes through this whole history of the shit. Like they are all so fucking trolled by this woman. <laughs> she has just ruined all of their lives. They're just like. they're completely mad and they're all wearing pilgrim hats when this is happening (laughs) like literally like a cartoon pilgrim hat like you would draw in kindergarten when you're trying to draw thanksgiving yeah trying to find her grave trying to dig her grave up but unfortunately they do find it eventually they figure out what's going on they find her sleeping in the grave they stake her through the stomach and emma can feel it because they are really in love and then they cut her fucking head off it's a good steak scene and i do like the connection to emma where it's like we are connected and i thought i actually thought emma was gonna die i thought that oh yeah i thought that's what was coming that it was gonna kill emma yeah it would have been romantic if it had yeah but very guess... lesbian, very sapphic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. But I guess it's good that Emma gets to live. I don't know. And then you see this old portrait of her that when they decapitate her, it turns into a vampire skeleton. And that's pretty sick. And then it, it pans was. down and you find out her real name is Mercala Romstein. What? Oh, yeah. When yeah. they put the grave over and it's her name on it, sixteen seventy two, the whatever that is so good. That's when the yeah, I, I really really like this. I really like this movie. And then the movie <laughs> just ends. That's it. We're done. Yeah. Here are the credits. I'm so glad y'all liked it because when I rewatched it, I was like, well, I like this, but I don't think it was exciting enough, probably <laughs> compared to the other one. But yeah, it did have a lot of just beautiful bizarre shots yeah. i love when the painting yeah. changes oh yes yeah, very oh, yeah. very fun so good it's just a really like beautiful movie it's just really like fun to look at even this i like the second decapitation too it's not as good as the first because it's not as fast but like man they really go for it i feel like even movies today like you would hesitate to end the movie begin and end the movie on decapitating a beautiful woman but they just said fuck it in the 70s did it. <laughs> it was the golden age of many things. I guess the tits get most of the attention, but the decapitations are also great. Yeah, great special yeah. effects work. Actually, a lot of the bots in this were kind of on the boobs. They were. Yeah. The oh, bed. yeah. Yeah. They were all. Yeah. They were on the a lot boobs. Of bot. Yeah. That's why she could get away with saying, "Oh, that's the pen I gave her." Mm-hmm. She's very smart. I told her to. I told her to be. Careful. <laughs> <laughs> I warned her. <laughs> Yeah, I'm so glad y'all liked it. I, I did too. I watched that this past October because every Halloween, you know, I try to watch a bunch of scary movies. And that was the first time I saw it. I really liked it. Yeah, really great one. Yeah, I'm glad you I'm glad you introduced us to it. Yeah, thank you so cool. much. If you thought uh, the vampires lovers was spicy, woo, you ain't seen nothing to vampires. <laughs> Four years makes a whole lot of difference in genre of filmmaking. 1974's Vampires, which, again, I think is a really interesting, fun, beautiful to look at film. 
great you know some great lines some fun at some really i really like the actors uh some really great actors great direction great cinematography lots and lots of nudity as well great sex it scenes. has it all, has it all. Actu- scenes. actual sex scenes as opposed to the hints that you get in the vampire lovers and a lot of people walking down dark foreboding hallways which i also enjoy yeah and just more stupid men. So many stupid <laughs> men. Stupid. <laughs> Every man in this movie is an absolute buffoon. Yeah, who and repeatedly just the fuck out of everybody. <laughs> they walk to their death and they gaslight. That's it. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I guess the basic conceit of this movie is that these two hot lesbian vampire chicks, or maybe they're bi. I guess it's I they might be sleeping with the men just for the blood, but they could also do it for the sex, too. They seem like they're enjoying themselves. So I'll say they're queer. They're pan. All right. They uh, they hitchhike. They're she like, does. One of them does get jealous and pissed that she uh, has left. Let this guy live more than uh, a day. Yeah, yeah she like, does kind of give. Like, what are you doing? She catches feelings a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's like, what are you doing? You chaotic bisexual <laughs> fucking drink this guy's blood. Enough. Enough already. <laughs> But yeah, they're uh, they're queer, they're pan, they're whatever. But you know, probably more into women slash each other than men. I'm gonna say, and they just keep on pretending to be hitchhikers, get a ride home to their spooky castle. The men's the men are like, oh, this is kind of weird, and yeah. they're like, hey, here's my tits, and they're like, cool, and then <laughs> you know they get bit. Like, how many times do you think they've done this before when the movie starts and nobody has figured out? anything about it yeah so dumb they're finding single men driving alone on the road before cell phones you don't got no gps tracker on your man he's gonna end up at their castle all right imagine this in real in like our day though or anytime like how could these buffoons think that they have lucked out just to (laughs) run into these hot single girls who happen to live in a castle and have nothing to do but party with them tonight (laughs) Look, look, I, as I feel like I'm being targeted, I feel like I'm being put on the spot. I feel like I'm being asked to say something about men, straight men specifically, and how, well, no, not this. I don't think so. Men would just, you know, would be stupid enough to fall for this. And I actually do find this, I find this plot absolutely 100% believable. This is. I said before, this is basically a slasher movie, but it's one where you can never scream at the person, don't go in there, because of course he's going to go in there. These are like two of the hottest women in the world. Why would <laughs> yeah. they live in a cool castle? Yes, so it's a little bit weird and messed up. Maybe they're hippies. Who the fuck knows? Like, come on. I love it. She even told him, he's like, how, how long have you known this other guy? She's like, this afternoon <laughs> like wow these girls really know how to party now that's a sign now that's a sign whenever a guy sees that he is gonna raise an eyebrow it's like wait 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 wait. all right i can believe i got this lucky but i can't believe that motherfucker got that lucky that guy that guy wait something's going on that would be the thing as long as it's another guy and wait, wait that guy like look how like, that well, guy is like, he even sees the guy turns up dead and he yeah. still does not leave. This motherfucker <laughs> yeah. is dumb. He keeps driving back. I do think he's under technically under mind control. Okay. I think okay. technic- I think technically he's under control. You have <laughs> yeah, under control. Part of it. 
It's a little column A, a little column B. And, you know, on the same note, uh, the only person who figures out there's something weird going on is a woman. Is the butch in the trailer. (laughs) Like a camper butch. Camping in the woods. For some reason, (laughs) camping out right next to the spooky castle. And she's there with her boyfriend who sucks. And she's like, oh, these women, they're being kind of weird. Like, why was she hiding behind a tree? What the fuck is going on? He's like, just go to sleep, you dumb bitch. Yeah, he's like, what are you talking about? There's just one woman there. Where are you staying? Nobody could live up there. It was so weird, too, when she finally, like, creeps up into the castle he pops up like what the fuck are you doing here he's like i know you'd be up here (laughs) it's like his only job is to naysay the whole movie all he does is just lie (laughs) i wanted him to get bit so badly well honestly i thought that's where it was going i thought she was gonna fuck them i thought they were gonna have a threesome i was a little disappointed that they didn't uh, me too. I was like, wait, they're killing her? That's Because there was even like the hot scene where they strip her clothes off. They're, yeah. and she's like screaming. I'm like, this is going to flip. She's going to get hot any second. You know, they just fucking killed her. <laughs> yeah, they killed. They dispatched with her quickly. I thought she was either going to be the hero or join. I thought she was going to like fight them off or something. Some important but part they, of the, yeah. They just kill her. I was like, damn. Nope. And that actually made me like really kind of fall in love with that movie because that's just not... <laughs> What you expect to see because they build her up to be the Van Helsing. I actually say, oh, that's the Van Helsing of this movie. Oh, that's interesting having the the woman be the Van Helsing. She's the one. And because at one point, the vampire actually points at her and says, ah, I know you. You have the mark. I'm like, what the fuck is she like? Like, yeah, what did that even mean? Eh. They never really explain it. It's a bit of a loose end. There were several loose ends in this movie, actually. The I wanted to ask you all if I just missed it. The the like innkeeper at the beginning, the man who's like, "I've seen you before. I know you." Yeah, nothing ever happens with that. He never comes back in, and there's like a long pan on him being like, "I know this guy," and it never loops back. I feel like we need the director's cut. Yeah, there that's might have been some things that got cut I out. I could see that very much, especially a movie yeah. at this time with as much nudity as it has. <laughs> it would not shock. It is, in the United Kingdom, they were they got very particular about certain movies at certain times. Or maybe they just needed to fit in more sexy, naked love scenes. You know, I gotta say, the love scenes in this were hot, but also weird. The way people kiss in this movie is weird oh as shit. Oh my god, it was I was it was hilarious because I was like, are these? Is this? Are <laughs> full open mouth? They're just like banging just, two open mouths together. They just kind of <laughs> touch their tongues together, and there's like a lot of licking. I guess there's when there's blood involved, the licking makes sense because right. they're licking the blood. But there's a lot of licking otherwise. But I am a little disappointed, I must say. And I guess it was 1974, but you get to see like a full on reverse cowgirl sex scene when she's fucking the guy mm-hmm. but when they're fucking each other they just do like kisses and caresses yeah and they don't really go they don't really lick each other where it counts and i was kind of disappointed totally we just get that one shower scene like i was very confused about what lesbian sex even was for a pretty <laughs> long time because that's all they ever show you i know or god forbid there's like scissoring <laughs> But no, we didn't even get any, any scissoring. And- <laughs> no, uh, and it, and it's she's like even during their sex scene, she's telling him 
she's complaining to her about this dude. Like, you need to kill him. You've left him alive too long. Yeah. This does not. What's the test of if women talk to each other about anything besides men? Oh, this the Bechdel pa- test. Yeah, this doesn't even pass. The test. <laughs> does it not? <laughs> I think they only talk to each other about the men now. Maybe I guess men they kill. It's like talking about food. I actually don't think it counts because okay, they view okay, the men as yeah. food. So I actually yeah. think it's more like talking about a hamburger. Or something. Yeah, okay. <laughs> like my relationship with this guy that we're killing and eating is kind of fucked up. Let's talk about it. Like it's a little different, I think. Yeah. Well, so, even, they're not gonna work it out. Even though it was like a small piece at the end, I think my favorite part was the pretentious wino dude. Oh yeah. Like, no, let's him, talk about that. He, okay, this man he 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 just like throws his wine dick oh, out yeah. on the table to be like, <laughs> oh, I could I can taste any wine and tell you where it's from, which is such a bizarre <laughs> flex. <laughs> and this man is like swishing wine around in his mouth, and she's just staring at him like, you're not gonna guess where the wine's from. Which I thought it was gonna lead to. This is blood. You're drinking <laughs> you're something crazy, but. It was so funny the way they care like the that that character for them to like invest so much into his cheesy lines about wine. <laughs> no, it's so good because he's like, "I'm gonna mansplain wine to you," and they're like, "Cool, let's go down in the cellar where yeah. all the spooky bats are," and then inevitably, but yeah, they let him get himself completely hammered. He's he gets he he gets himself he fucking roofies himself. <laughs> it takes him into the basement yeah that was probably the easiest kill they had. <laughs> the basement God. is very scary i gotta say i like the basement i like how spooky it is um i like it that even when i guess the main guy goes down there and he's like Rupert's dead and i'm locked in the basement oh no she's like come upstairs and drink more wine and have more sex yeah. and he's like okay he says okay but i have more questions <laughs> Ask, ask the questions later and then they have a sexy blood threesome which is super hot and weird yeah and it's like he's a he by that time he's so out of it he doesn't even know yeah it's hardly a threesome he's just a corpse yeah. <laughs> they're sucking on <laughs> but it's... i have to say i mean this movie was a lot more gory of course than the other one it had a lot of scary things i was telling leslie like i can't watch scary movies alone after dark really so i had to watch this one in the daytime <laughs> to make sure i wouldn't be too Aww. scared <laughs> but i was like this actually is kind of spooky but i was really grossed out i found myself really being like "Ugh!" when she keeps sucking on that same wound on his arm that was gruesome it's like day three of this cut on his <laughs> yeah. arm and she's like give it to me again the same cut and i'm just like oh no do a fresh one <laughs> get a fresh one <laughs> They are undead monsters, but yeah. you got to have some standards. <laughs> and, you know, they seem to keep a nice house. Like, they are stylish and clean in other ways. So, yeah. Yeah. And they were so hot. And I love their cloaks when they were, like, running oh, yeah. through. You know, there were so many scenes of them, like, sauntering through the woods to go be hitchhikers. That's their whole, you know, shtick. And they look gorgeous. Oh, They're, yeah. Like, cloaks are flowing behind them, you know. That's, no a, that's a vibe. No wonder Nancy Drew was so obsessed with them. I could not stop watching them. I mean, same. <laughs> yeah, same. 
<laughs> so I just watched the Indian can't man, she really does get brutally murdered by these vampires with no remorse. And then that's just kinda yeah. it. Um the man who has been under mind control this whole time luckily escapes just because he's able to drive off uh just in time during the daytime and they're not able to bring him in. Oh, that's and so the women they have to go back into hiding and then uh, the people who are, like, selling the house show up and, like, hey, get the fuck out of here, buddy. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? And then he's finally able to escape for because he's plot. saved by a landlord. Imagine that. Well, I guess a, uh, a, a real, real estate, real estate yeah. realtor. He's like, go drink your wine somewhere else. Do you think he thought <laughs> he had just this was all a drunken dream? It's possible. I he, mean, how would you panicked. explain that to yourself? He's not as panicked as he sh- yeah, he's not as panicked as he should be. He's just looking at this guy and he's looking around like he doesn't know what has happened. <laughs> he might be in shock. I don't know. But I wanted to ask you guys, like, what the fuck happens? Because it's a little confusing. They show at the very beginning, they show, you know, the two main ladies, they're naked. They're about to have some morning sex and a guy comes in and shoots them. Do you think yeah. that actually happens in the end, or do you think he just they run away and he runs away? No, that was actually the beginning of doing it. That was decades ago. So let's get into the type of vampires these are. Okay. These vampires, these are actually ghosts. They are revenants. What? That's okay. Yeah, that like makes the sense. crow. Yeah, they're like the crow. Exactly wow. like the crow. So they were both murdered. That that scene happened to them they were just you know lesbians living out their lives and some man comes along and murders them and now i see and now they're dead and they're haunting the house the area as vampires getting revenge on uh men that makes a lot more sense because i wasn't sure what to do with that first scene i'm just like oh maybe i guess it's a flash forward to the future because he's taking revenge on them for drinking his blood and killing all those people but in fact it was just some homophobe with a gun yeah because the even the realtor mentions it the realtor is like oh you know there's a lot of lore about this house which has made it hard to sell Couple of young girls turned up dead, so they must have been killed in the ca- in that castle. Yes, right? yes. Yeah. Okay, that makes way more sense. Yeah, nutty. So where are they now? Do they just run away? Yeah, I think they're still haunting the castle. Because the last scene, you see them running away. Well, they're running away to safety. I think to to where they can get away from the sun. I think, and you d- okay. and it's maybe it's an not- iffy thing whether they're they make it or not. You don't know. We never get the sequel. Okay, the cliffhanger. Aww. I hope they're all right. I gotta say, I like those ladies. Me too. I party with them. Definitely. I mean, well, yeah, maybe we would be their victims too because we would think we had just gotten lucky <laughs> enough to hang out with two hotties in a uh, castle. See, what are the see? odds? You guys there. don't have a ride home. <laughs> there you go. Oh my you god. Go. Life is so weird. This worked out so well. I would literally be texting like, oh, my God, wait, you got some pictures of these hitchhikers I picked up. Oh, my God. I'm about to party with these hotties at a castle. Oh, my God. They have really yummy wine. <laughs> they're so hot. And, you know, they're into some freaky shit, but that's all right. And so these are vampires. They do not have fangs. They drink their blood by cut, slicing, open, slicing open their lover during sex and then drinking that and licking that in a they very erotic uh way and um very erotic very lesbian 
Yeah, I did like, I do like that in a vampire movie when you have the thirst part where it's like, as soon as they see blood, it's like, because that's another part of why vampires are so sexy, right? They have this like unquenchable thirst. Mm. Have to have it. It's very erotic. And I I don't think they are thirsty. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And you didn't get that as much in uh, Vampire Lovers. There wasn't as much thirst. There's so much thirst. The thirst in this movie is off the charts. Yeah, especially, and also from the dumb man. (laughs) He tells her, he's like, I've never been turned on by anyone like this. And she says, thanks for the compliment. (laughs) (laughs) Queen shit. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, who can you blame him? I mean, this woman, this vampire woman. Not really. No, yeah, she's like riding his ass and he's just in awe of her. Okay, I also wanted to ask, what's up with the watches? Because twice in the movie, someone's watch stops, and they're like, oh, that's weird. Is it they just say, the... that's never happened. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of the stuff happens in this movie that's never happened to these people before. I think that's just yeah. a, like a sign you're around vampires. I think, I don't know if it, that, that's a lore. That seems like something that might have been part of the old vampire lore, or maybe it's just in this movie, but I think that's just one sign that things are amiss, like the mirrors being you know, painted over, that sort of thing. Maybe they're just logging off and having some fun. You know, Who needs a watch? Who needs time when you are trapped in a castle with two sexy, queer, vampire girl bosses, you know? Yeah. I mean, kill me, honestly. <laughs> Please, just take me out. Although you could read the end of this film as them dying because they lose track of time chasing a man. Oh, oh I hate oh, that. They get trapped in the sun. But they were chasing him to try to kill him, right? They yeah, were, they were, were chasing like, we him to try to kill they him. They said, we can't let him get away alive. Don't chase men, ladies, for any reason. Even if you want to kill him so he doesn't tell everyone you're a vampire, <laughs> it's not fucking worth it. Just go back to your castle. It'll be fine. No one's going to believe him anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> About any of it. Yeah, I do. I, I I like the camper scene with the with the old Nancy Drew, who just is, becomes immediately obsessed with them. Yeah. I love that they're just random. And she even says, she's like, I think we've picked a bad place to camp. <laughs> yeah, no shit. And the guy's like, this is great. What are you talking about? Yeah, she points at the castle and she's like, what kind of normal person would live in a place like that? And I'm like, bitch, you decided to camp next to it. But maybe it was his idea. Yeah. There are a lot of, there are oddly a lot of characters in in both these movies, just like weaving in and out. Hard to keep track of all these stupid men, really. (laughs) Truly. (laughs) Vampire ladies, though, they stuck in my mind. Yes. Oh, Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'm really glad. Uh, this was on Shudder, too. I was able to get it on Shudder. Um, oh, I love Shudder. Shudder is the best. Yeah, me too. They And they had this, so people should go check it out. It was good. I'm really glad I watched it. Yeah. I will admit, I'm still using Leslie's login to Shudder. Oh, great. Uh, it is the <laughs> only streaming service that I actively like and recommend to people instead of just like, oh, I guess this is just how we watch TV now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Show is the only uh good one. But yeah, I absolutely loved uh both these movies. I think they're great, great. Okay. Well, we are releasing this in the Antifada free feed this week. Yay! And I want it to be an advertisement for the Antifada premium feed where you can find 
a whole bunch of episodes of the Vampire Castle, as well as a bunch of other cool shit, as well as um, if you sign up, you can be in our Discord community. They're starting a book club, or they already started a little book club reading group in there. It's pretty cool. And But yeah, most importantly, Vampire Castle featuring Leslie Lee third of Struggle Session and occasionally wonderful guests such as Tanya. So yeah. patreon.com slash the Antifada. This is what me got me onto Antifada's uh, Patreon was Vampire Castle. Hell yeah. It hooked me in. <laughs> and of course, even though you are getting it for free on the Antifada, you can pay for it at patreon.com slash struggle session <laughs> if you, if you, oh, if you yeah. like. Uh, but please check us out if you enjoy hearing me. And we, of course, we have tons of episodes with Jamie. We have not had Tanya on yet. That is a failure on our part but now we do on vampire castle patreon.com i was so glad you guys asked me when uh jamie messaged me i said i thought you'd never ask (laughs) (laughs) i know of course (laughs) i will always do podcasts with you tanya i got to admit i was a little intimidated when i first had you on because i think you're really cool the now coolest, we're friends, the and that coolest, makes me happy. Coolest, absolutely. Well, I told Leslie um, when we were trying to work out our tech issues that uh, the, this is what I would rather be doing: our fun podcast episodes about shit that's not in that, that anything that's not current events is what I would love to be <laughs> talking about. I was like, oh, seriously? We're at the end of our rope here, guys. Let's stop hanging ourselves and just talk about fun stuff. Can we just talk about vampires <laughs> and other fun things? We have to. Yes. Yeah. Like, you can't only talk about the news because you'll fucking kill yourself. Yeah. That's why I started my own, yeah, my own little once a month um podcast it's all about pleasure because i can't take it anymore i can't take the news anymore Uh, and where can people find that oh um it's patreon at hainty slash hainty patreon.com slash hainty i think yeah nice i'll definitely (laughs) check that out yeah i've been doing it for a year now it feels crazy and oh my um, god but i only drop um once a month on the full moon at the full moon drops hell yeah i like yeah. that uh-huh. staying in cycle in cycle with nature that's cool that's cool exactly yeah maybe you guys can come on and tell me about your full moon rituals <laughs> oh you my god not that i know of but... you don't have any werewolf friends where you only hang out with them uh on the full moon that's the only time they appear <laughs> <laughs> maybe i might be that person for some people <laughs> now that i think okay. about it yeah if you don't have a werewolf werewolf friend you're the werewolf friend. <laughs> all right uh i know my ex was like a werewolf among vampires he always used to say okay yeah. he was yeah, the jacob true. to my that's a good line I don't know. that's a good line actually i think that it was accurate is. yeah but you know i'm a vampire so or maybe yeah. a werewolf i don't know maybe i maybe i'm a switch yeah, I like. I'm into switch culture. Let's just we don't we don't have to prescribe to these binaries. <laughs> well, if we're really gonna get into it, I mean, the Underworld series is literally about that a guy okay. who could be both a vampire and a werewolf, and how that changes oh. everything for everybody. A top and a bottom. <laughs> a switch. Wow. Truly, what a guy. But it's Scott P- Speedman. Ladies, you can't have it all. It is Scott Speedman, though. If, 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 if. Oh, the guy from Felicity? I... 
I think I was he from Felicity? I maybe this is the only yeah yeah he was yeah 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 he's in Felicity yes yes as a elder millennial woman. I know him as the guy from Underworld, actually. So that that that's just why I didn't get that. But yeah, he is also the guy from Felicity. Yes. Yeah. Thank you for coming. Yeah. yeah thank you so much. I really appreciate it. All right. We'll, uh-huh. we'll have to do it again sometime. Yeah. There are. Well, apparently, uh, Vampire Lovers is a trilogy. Maybe we'll take on the other two. <laughs> I think there's less lesbians yeah. in the in the next two. Oh, They're not love. Yeah. So, sorry. Well. Don't worry. There's more lesbian vampire movies where those ones came from, for yeah. sure. I'm sure there's still plenty of tits. I feel like every vampire movie has tits in it. <laughs> <laughs> has to. I mean, yeah. Unless there's one that's just strictly like gay guys. Mm. Is there a gay guy vampire movie? Interesting question. Well, aside from Interview with the Vampire, which is still mostly t- <laughs> uh, tits, actually. Yeah. Mm. Hmm. Which I think I've been trying to track because i decided this past halloween that vampires are my favorite horror genre just of of person i mean i love witches obviously but witches just don't get a good rap in movies it's just not culturally fun (laughs) no no (laughs) not as culturally fun or queer as vampires um but uh when you think about any any witch that's not a villain is like super fucking corny shit basically like yeah totally it's either a well it's like a mammal some you know old troll witch or some shit yeah or harry potter oh right 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 Uh, Right. don't even say that those two (laughs) words here (laughs) um but i when i was thinking about this i think interview with a vampire is the first vampire movie i watched as a kid I watch. I was too young to watch it. I don't know how I was able to, but somehow I got to see it through the lines on Showtime or some shit. And I was too young, and I, it fucked me. Up. I watched it. I think me. I was in middle school. Definitely, I watched it when it came out. Uh, whatever year that. I think I was. Yeah, I was thirteen at the time. Maybe I was uh, twelve, and I. It was my favorite movie immediately. I watched it over yeah. and over again. I had to wait till my mom was in the other room, of course, for certain mm-hmm. scenes. But man, yeah. I mean, movie. I think it started an obsession with kirsten dunce like i've just been obsessed with her ever since yeah i mean i like her a lot i never saw it when i was a kid because i just really wasn't allowed to watch shit like that the the first time i came into my parents room like screaming at night after watching a scary movie i think they were like well no more scary movies for you (laughs) yeah so i had to wait till i was a little bit older because it was both i guess traumatizing for me and annoying for my parents but eventually Eventually, I saw it. It's obviously amazing. And now every single movie that I see Kristen Dunst in, even if she's playing like a cheerleader, I'm like, this is so spooky. (laughs) She's just got that weirdness about her, you know? We know that her history, her origins are a vampire. She's a vampire. (laughs) That's her origin story, no matter what Mm -hmm. she plays now. I mean, how do you think she looks so good? For I actually don't even know how old she is, but I assume that she looks great for her age. She's ageless. Timeless. (laughs) And she's got those little pointy teeth. Because she's a vampire. (laughs) Case closed. Yeah. (laughs) Well. All right. Thank you all so much for having me on here. Thanks for coming. All right. Until next time. Peace.